Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. such a beautiful weekend. Can we just say, we haven't even started the podcast yet, but I'm going to edit this part into the podcast. What a beautiful weekend for us and for America. It really was. I mean, it was just, it felt like a weight lifted. Where were you when they announced it? Because I was so mad because I was watching the news for like five days straight being, I know they're not going to call it right now, but when they do call it, I want to be watching. And of course I wasn't watching because it was like what, 11, 10 AM on Saturday. Saturday. I had like just gotten out of the shower, was doing my makeup. But the reason how I knew was not because anyone texted me or called me is because everyone outside in New York started cheering. And like, it was the same thing, like how it was in COVID where everyone goes out their windows and they're like, woo! So everyone was like banging pots and pans. And I was like, oh, they called it. And everyone poured out into the streets and it was a beautiful day. That's beautiful. I, like you, was watching the news for five days straight. I had literally watched CNN like all morning and I was like, okay, I have to like, I had worked out. I had to like shower and get ready for the day. So I literally had like just gotten out of the shower, like fully naked in my towel and I got a text that it was happening. So I'm like putting on CNN, sobbing, like naked in my towel Oh my God. It was just a beautiful moment. And then I just immediately started drinking, drinking. I, know, I was like, and then everyone dropped all of their plans for the entire day and said, we luckily need to my outside. plans, luckily my plans were to drink all day outside. So it just like really worked out, but it was with yeah, me forever. I actually had, I was meeting a girl to take some photos of me for my acting website. So I had to like go to Brooklyn as everyone is in the streets, like celebrating, take these photos for like 45 minutes and then meet Carrie and Dan like down the street and have our picnic. So I had to power up a little bit and get through the day. Right. Well, the hustle, the hustle never stops. So I guess not. It was beautiful. It was. All right. I'll do a little intro. Let's just get into it. Hello. Hello. Welcome to Bachelor Blab. I'm your host, Jackie Maroney. Hi, everybody. I'm Erin McNaught. I know. We so can never nice to talk to you. I know. I'm, I feel like I chime in so awkwardly. Well, we never get it. We never plan it ahead of time because sometimes I feel like I say your name. Sometimes yeah. you say your name and we just never know. But that's what it is. I never know if it's my line or your line. So I just. Well, maybe we'll plan that ahead of time next time, but Eh, every week's a new opportunity for sure all right so we have Tasha as our bachelorette I feel like I tried really hard to get on board with Claire and like it being Claire's season and again watching Tasha it was just like a weight was lifted from the house yeah I feel like we were finally watching an episode of the bachelorette but then here's my tea with that I feel like I don't have that many hot takes. Like I have a couple, but overall I'm like, it was good. It was a classic episode, but there's nothing that I feel strongly about saying right now. Cause we're just in the beginning of it. We're just in the beginning of a classic bachelorette episode. Right. I don't have really too much shade to throw. Like I just, it, it really didn't feel like a normal episode. I thought it was pretty fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, it just was remarkable how different the guys seemed yeah. just in this episode alone. I mean, within the first 10 minutes, I heard them say more words than I had for the first four episodes. I guess I didn't realize how much talking Claire must have done. Yeah. And also 
I don't think they really liked Claire at the end of the no. day. Like they were so excited for Tasha, And it was just so funny. I think when she had first walked in to the mansion, I think this was before the other guys came in the limo. She was like, all right, like, let's get started. And every single one of them jumped up to be like, okay, hi, can I take you? Can I take you? Contrast that to when Claire was just sitting there awkwardly being like, okay, does anyone want to talk to me? Like, what is going on? Yeah. They definitely seem way more into her. And good for Tasha. No, Tasha, so far, I mean, I have said in the past that I think she's a little bit boring, but this episode, I really liked her. I thought she was really fun, but also has a, like, I always knew she had a good head on her shoulders and was like a smart girl, but I just feel like her perspective, I forgot that she was married and divorced. I know she said that in Colton season, but I forgot about it. It's just like, oh, she's not just an influencer who lives in LA. Like she is a an actual, okay, well, she's a little bit an influencer who lives in LA. Um, but she is 29. She has been married and divorced before. So I do actually, I don't know. I might take that back. Do I believe she's actually looking for something serious? I don't know, but. I do believe that she's looking for something serious. I mean, she did say that her, she said like, you know, what she does for work is like style and she's in the style and lifestyle. Yeah. What is her? (laughs) It's like, so I have an Instagram account. That's what I do. Literally just say that. And it's like, I really don't want to throw shade at these people because I really mean no shade. Like, please know it comes from a place of complete jealousy. Like I'd love to just take Mm -hmm. pictures of myself all day and get paid to travel around, right? Like, we love that life, but nobody wants to see that. So here we are. (laughs) I would go see, I would follow you on your influencer Instagram. Thank you so much. Um, But at the same time, crap, what was I gonna say? Tisha, we were talking about Tisha. At the same time, I feel that her not knowing that she was gonna be the bachelorette almost works in her favor Mm -hmm. because as much as she's talking about how, oh, I'm scared that they're not here for me. I don't really believe her. Like, I think that they're playing that up just for drama, the drama aspect of it, but she seems like comfortable and confident. She seems like she hasn't put a lot of pressure on herself because there wasn't that pre-show hype and she didn't have time to read all the negative comments about herself so I feel in that sense that it kind of worked out for her and also at the same time worked out for the guys because I definitely think they're more into Tasha, but they also just seem kind of warmed up like the nervous energy of like pulling somebody for a one like one-off conversation is gone like they know how to jump into the conversation and let me tell you about myself because I know my window is small it's like you have experienced players playing the game and it makes right it just kind of makes it smoother and more comfortable and easygoing for everyone. Yeah, I totally agree. So I guess that's my first take. Look, I have takes. Oh, that was your first take. All right. Well, we are jumping I don't know. I did right it. into it then. I didn't rank them, but I'm going to claim that one as my first Okay, one. well, I'm going <laughs> to say my next take. This is very lukewarm, but it just needs to be said. Blake needs to get over Claire. I feel like he didn't even come up much in the rest of the episode. This is one of the first things I wrote down in bold capitalized letters was like, Blake, let it go. You did, you really didn't have a relationship with like the Jason thing. I almost kind of got, I don't know if, I mean, only he knows truly how he was feeling and what he was capable of doing in that moment. But I felt it was a bit much to totally remove himself. You know, if he felt that he needed more time, I think Tasha would have been understanding to that. But, um, but you know, he actually had a one-on-one date with her and actually like expressed 
deep inner workings of his soul to Claire. Blake, he just, we never saw the rest, we never saw him for the rest of the episode because clearly he's not having a relationship with Tasha. He hasn't been speaking to Tasha. But in the very beginning, it was just like, yeah, guys, me too. I just like really miss Claire. And it's like, dude, enough. Enough is enough. I not Team Blake. Not that anyone's Team Blake, but I, I feel like Blake is probably a nice guy. I feel sure. that he he tried too hard. He he just came in trying too hard. I mean, he admitted himself like he bought a book on Alzheimer's to yeah. like learn about Claire's mom. Not that that's not a sweet thing to do, but it was just he did too much for Claire. So it's almost like yeah. he worked really really hard on this like project, and then like the project was canceled, and then he was like, uh, uh. I think he thought in his mind that he was high up on Claire's list. Yeah, which is like good one because I do you want to be high up on that list. (laughs) But I I also don't even think he was. Well, was anyone on the list? Like it was just Dale, Dale, Dale. But I would say he was like top three. She showed nobody any interest. Yeah, didn't they kiss at one point? They did kiss, right? Yeah, which is a big deal. (laughs) Well, yeah, for Claire. I don't know. He just something about his dedication creeps me out. But anyways. 100%. 100%. All right. So something else that I noticed, um, no, I'm not going to talk about that. I think I'm just going to, I'm going to continue on this. I'm going to continue on this Claire kick and say, um, Chris Harrison said something that needs to be addressed and then starts interviewing Claire. And I would just like to say mm-hmm. it literally does not need to be addressed. Yes. Nobody cares. Yes. We tried really hard to be supportive of, of Claire. Like we were like, this is our bachelorette. We're going to, we're going to roll with this. We're going to lift her up and that's all fine and well, but oh my gosh, I can't listen to her cry anymore. And also I really noticed in that interview, I mean, they claim that they're in love and they're still together. And I really, I really hope that for them, it works out. I truly, truly hope that it does, but she doesn't let him speak. Yeah, no, it's, it's a weird dynamic for sure. No, she just does all the talking. I mean, Chris directly asked Dale, what is your, what are your plans for the future? And she kind of just took over the conversation. It just, I still don't know how Dale feels about Claire. Yeah, I mean, I think I stand by my statement in that this is a Cassie Colton situation where he was kind of backed into it. He came on the show to be an influencer, be a model. He's a former football player. He was backed into a corner and- I think while he really likes Claire and might even pursue a relationship with her because there are financial opportunities that come with being in a bachelor or bachelorette couple, I, it's a bit weird to me. And the fact that we have so many red flags right now when it's just so new makes me think it's probably not going to last, which makes me very sad for Claire because I do really want her to have her have yet, like she had the opportunity to be the bachelorette and meet all these amazing guys. And she totally threw it away for Dale. And I agree. It's a bit awk. I also wrote down about that same segment that this entire ploy with Chris Harrison, with all of the promos being like, bachelor nation needs to know, like, did you guys talk beforehand? And then cut to Claire crying end of promo fuck you, Chris Harrison. Fuck you. Fuck you. How dare you bait us with something so stupid? I mean, as much as I was the biggest conspiracy theorist in all of this, 
Claire did swear on her dad's grave in the last episode that they had never spoken before. So I'm going to take her for her word on that because that's a huge swear on something very serious. Um, and I just don't get why that was this whole segment even happened. It was just to address a fake concern from Bachelor Nation, which no one was ever thinking about, to not even say anything about it and be like, oh, no, actually what we said last episode was the same. And it's like, all right, well, then why did we spend 20 minutes on this? Right. I feel like they just felt that they needed to tie it up with a bow so that we could move on and only focus on Tasha. It just didn't need to be that long. It wasn't entirely necessary. I mean, I was interested if the two of them were still together, but the way social media works now, we could have also just seen it online or they could have done a video on ABC. We didn't need, we didn't need it in the episode. Right. Which I guess like, it's fine. I'm curious to see once they do after the final rose with Tasha and her guys, I'm sure they're going to bring Claire and Dale on again. I wonder if they'll still be together at that point. Time will tell. What's your next take? Um, my, my next, see, mine are so lukewarm. My next one is I am so into Tasha and Zach C. And Zach C is from New Jersey. And she said, I just like love Zach C's accent. And I was like, well, that's a New Jersey accent. So get to know it, Tasha. Um, I think that Zach C is my front runner. That's my take. That's it. I am so, I'm so happy to hear you say this. So I have been like shouting out Zaxi from the beginning. There's like a few guys that I really am into. Obviously we'll get to my number one later. I have so much to say, but oh, wait, was that B money? The one who was in the last, oh, I did not you put it together. That, that That's my man's. was the B money. Okay. Got it. Got it. <laughs> That's my man's. Um, but Zaxi, what I would say is my number two. And I thought he came across as so sweet. I think that there's something there. They definitely mm-hmm. have really good chemistry and he just, I can't wait to hear his story. I think that he's going to have a really interesting story. I wonder if he will end up getting into it and sharing it. I was Instagram stalking him during the episode. He um, started like a recovery center. Um, I believe in, I think oh. it's he's South Jersey. That's like gotten like a lot of attention. Um, You're the one who read the bios. You, you know, all the info. (laughs) He works with addicts. So I'm sure that he has an interesting story there. Usually you're going to be led into that work directly impacted somehow by it. Um, And so I just, he seems like a really strong together, well-rounded person and they're just so cute together. So cute. I was I think that is what I'm shipping right now is Tasha and Zaxi. Sorry at B money, but I think that's fine. Zaxi for me. For me. Okay, fine. <laughs> What's your next one? Tasha can have Zaxi. Um, so I did think that um, it was sad that Jason left and I felt really bad for him, but I just thought that whole plot line really showed how mature and nice this group of guys is one because I love mm-hmm. the friendships that they have with each other they seem like genuinely great friendships and they always kind of do but I think that the quarantine aspect and the Claire aspect with Dale and everything really kind of bonded them together so I just mm-hmm. love to see male friendships on tv that are healthy yeah. because when do we see that and for Jason like it was clearly uncomfortable for him to go and and leave but I felt that he handled it so well um, and it's just nice to see mature people on the show. 
And it shows a lot of humility too. Cause I think in past seasons, you would have seen someone, even if they knew that their heart wasn't in it, they don't like this person. It's not going to go anywhere. They would stay on the show for the sake of getting airtime. So the fact that he was mature enough to remove himself shows that he was there for the right reasons, people. Yes, we love. I feel like a lot of these guys are here for the right reasons, low-key. It's an amazing cast. I think that this is the best cast that A Bachelorette has ever had. That is that is a hot take right there. Actually, I was talking to one of my- Bonus take. <laughs> and she said she hates all the guys. And I was like, excuse moi? <laughs> I was like, they're so nice. I don't know. Well, tell her to call hope- me. Hopefully she doesn't listen to this, but <laughs> she clearly didn't read the bios. She needs to go read the bios. Yeah, that is what she needs to go do. <laughs> um, okay. You just gave one about Jason. I think I only have, oh wait, honestly, my last take was this episode was boring, <laughs> which I don't know, like, that's not really a take or anything, but like, I think it's very telling that this just felt like a classic bachelor episode and yes Tasha was great and yes the guys are great and I see a lot of budding relationships here and there's a lot of potential I know she's gonna have a great season but that's it that's all that happened we had a group date we had a one-on-one like it was very classic bachelorette and I think we needed that after all of those episodes with Claire kind of going off and doing her own thing that's not really a take but okay well here's my in res- I have one more take but in my response to your take okay my take on you is that maybe you just don't like the show. (laughs) (laughs) Like the entire franchise. I don't like it. Um, well, I mean, like maybe I think I, I think I do. (laughs) I really made my, I really, I'm I'm dying of laughter here. (laughs) Why? Okay. Wait, can you elaborate on that point? Why do you think I don't like the show? Because I said that. Because, well, I mean, the obvious reason is if this was a classic regular episode and to you that is a, just boring, then you don't really enjoy the show. You enjoy the messy aspect of the show. But I think to elaborate on that, I think you and I are two completely different fans of the show. And I think that we always have been. I love to watch Bachelor Bachelorette and cry because I'm moved by the love. That's what I like. You like to watch for the messiness. Yes. I and love then, mess. And I think that's Marie Kondo. <laughs> No, I like the drama. <laughs> I like the mess. I like all of the behind the scenes. Like, let's see what they posted on Instagram, what's happening on the Reddit page. Yes. I'm not really looking for love in this show. And I just, I enjoy the human relationships, whether it's between the girls and the guys, like with friendships or like, I I don't know. That's always been the reason that I enjoy watching. I love a little messiness here and there, but when it's too messy, like Peter season, I didn't like Peter season at all. That was not fun to watch for me. That was stressful. Yeah. I didn't even like Peter's season, but I feel like I I did like it. I no, but I liked it a little bit more than you did. I feel like you were like, this is the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. Like you were so negative about it. You hated it. Peter season was the worst season of any television show I've ever watched in my <laughs> entire exactly life. And it almost made me stop. Not true. <laughs> like it almost made me stop watching forever. I stopped watching all TV shows after Peter season of The Bachelor. I threw out all my TVs after Peter's season and I never watched TV again. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I'm right, full of hot another... takes today. I know. It's good because I have none. I'm like, this was fine. What's your last one? 
Well, I feel like my takes could actually, I could work them into my rose and thorn. Okay. So I'll, I'll save them for my rose and thorn and I'm just going to go off a little bit on my rose and thorn. That's all. Okay. Please do. I'm going to give you a moment to think about yours. Okay. Um, I have my rose. I just need to think of my thorn. I can't believe that you haven't brought up what my thorn is yet. (gasps) Really? Oh no. Now I'm (laughs) excited. Well, part of me is shocked, but then part of me is like, you're going to be like, Erin, I don't understand how you could have some strong feelings about this, but we'll see. Okay. I think I have a rose and thorn. All right, go ahead. Well, since you're going to go off, I'm going to do the intro this time. Go for it. (laughs) Rose and thorn. I just would like to put a disclaimer that I'm actually a better singer than what I just (laughs) presented to you. She can't make me feel too bad about myself. I was just not trying. That's <laughs> she's watching for my self-esteem I appreciate okay. it okay what is your so which one are you doing first the rose or the thorn I'll do my rose first I feel let okay. everybody knows who my rose is going to be money gets my rose love him in a turtleneck love him on a horse love him in a hat <laughs> love him being vulnerable and telling his story I was watching the, it, the show going I think that I'm in love with this man. I just, everything he said, really, that's who it is for you. Interesting. Yes. I think he is so sweet and just kind of like a little, like just awkward. And I just, that's what I love. He said, be well-rounded isn't necessarily sexy. Yes, it is. Be money. That is the sexiest thing a man can be well-rounded. Yeah. I can't be with that for sure. (laughs) But I don't know. I don't find him as attractive as some of the other guys. I literally wrote down, he went to <laughs> counseling to try to save his marriage. He True. feels like he failed. He drinks white wine. Okay, the problem is I'm in love with B-Money. I know. A white wine drinker who loves Wait, therapy. He and on the show? He just like had a glass of white wine. That's how you know that. So they went to toast. This is how closely I was paying attention. They went to toast okay. and she had a glass of red wine and he had a glass of white wine. Oh, and that's yeah, why I just dinner. Knew. Yeah, you're right. That's the end of the road for me. So there is something Sorry, very Adam. powerful about a man that can confidently drink white wine because I find that men like that are few and far between because there is a stigma. I feel like men, if they are going to drink wine, they have to be manly and drink. Even the red wine's like not that manly, but. I don't know. Just not be money. Not be money. I, I loved his whole thing with, with, I know. I loved this whole thing with Chris. I thought it was so funny how he was talking about how he was just trying to kiss her and Chris kept it. It was just so goofy and loved it. So I'm in love. I'm off the market. So everyone. is B money your biggest front runner as far? Like, I know I get that you're in love with B money, but do you think Tasha <laughs> will be in love with B money? Like, is he, is he your front runner for her? So obviously it's a little difficult for me to answer that because I don't want to share, but I also, this was what was going on in my head as I watched. Okay. I don't want him to end up with her because I love him, but I want him to end up with her because I don't want the rest of Bachelor Nation to get their paws on him. Like I would rather him be with Tasha than him to go to paradise. I can't watch him in paradise. My heart can't take that, you know? Oh my God, I'm coming yeah. off as like a freak. I was like, <laughs> I was like, do you need to go on this show? Like, I think we need to get you on the next season, you on Matt James's season. How do we work some connections to get you on so that you can get off of Matt James's season and then get to paradise with B-Money? Sorry, Adam. Like, 
Right. I was going to say, I do love my boyfriend, everyone, but a girl's allowed to have a crush. Of but course. I promise I'm not this much of a freak, but I guess I kind of am, whatever. Um, I, I can see him being a front runner. I think he's going to make it far just based on how she was kind of talking about him. I mean, yeah. she said, I could see him as my husband. They always kind of do that. But first one-on-one date that goes well, I feel like usually makes it pretty far. So I think we'll be seeing him for at least a little while, but I could also see him being edged out. I was honestly surprised to see Tasha as excited about him as she was. I don't know why, because he's obviously a great guy, but I feel like Tasha is drawn to some of the more stronger personalities. And I feel like B-Money is that kind of like humble guy in the background who just like lets his girl shine, which I guess would be a great match for Tasha. but I don't know. I kind of feel like Tasha has actually a similar taste in guys to me. This is just the, what I'm taking. It's maybe be putting mm-hmm. too much into it. I feel like she kind of is drawn towards the nice guys. Yeah. Like people that seem genuinely nice and like down to earth and like, they're not going to totally rip your heart out and destroy it. Well, remember the whole thing with JPJ, like, wasn't it Derek and JPJ that she was going in between? I think both of those guys, even though I feel like I've heard rumors about Derek being kind of fuck boy E, I think to Tasha, he was treating her like a queen. JPJ was treating her like a queen. And those were the guys that she was with in paradise. So that does track. Right. I just feel like that's a pattern so far. We'll see if she breaks it. Who are you giving your rose to? Okay. My rose is going to... See, I feel like mine are always predictable because it's just like what I said earlier. Zach C, we have to stand. Yes. A New Jersey man who I feel is a very strong contender for Tasha's heart. I, I don't know why. I just like, I really enjoy seeing him on screen. I think, obviously Tasha's really into him, but I think he's a, kind of a refreshing... I don't know. He feels very like no bill, no bullshit. I'm not an influencer type of persona. I'm just really been here for it. So Zach C gets my rose. We have no choice but to stand. Okay. Who's getting your thorn? Cause I want to go last. Mm, okay. I think I had a different one, but I'm going to change my mind. My thorn is going to dun, 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 Spencer. <gasps> That's mine. Wait, really? Ah! <laughs> Oh, good uh, thing I switched. I hate that guy. No, you can go ahead first. I just hate that guy. Um, well, I don't have as much to say <laughs> as probably you do, but he just gives me bad vibes. He came in little pretty boy out of the limo, way too confident in the whole situation. And it's even more annoying because clearly Tasha is drawn to him and she does like him. There's obviously going to be a lot of drama with that, but I just... I don't trust him. And I don't like the attitude that he, most importantly, out of all of this, because obviously there's always drama with people that the lead likes and whatever it's manufactured. I don't like the way he came into the house after he's coming in off the limo. After these guys have already been here, they've bonded. He's the odd man out and has to be the one to make an effort to get along with these guys. And he came in like a huge asshole, way too confident and did not make any effort to make any friends in the house. And it's like, dude, what kind of experience are you trying to have right now? You're coming into a house of 16 guys that you've never met before. And you're just going to be mean to them. Cause you're like that confident and you're like mediocre looks. Okay. Thank you. Right. He, you are not Tyler C. We have oh, our right. eyes have seen <laughs> Tyler Cameron. So you cannot walk in here like you have the looks of Tyler C if you right. do not have them and you don't. Your personality seems meh. I, he just, 
the second that he opened his mouth, I was like, I cannot stand this guy. Get him <laughs> off my TV. He also seems obsessed with the competition aspect of it. The only thing that you hear, because I, I was listening to him, the only thing you hear him talk about is getting the roses and being a front runner and getting roses. He's not talking about Tasha. He's not talking about connections with Tasha. He is interested in winning the game and I cannot stand him. Get out of here. Fried bologna. Fried bologna. Love that. Fried bologna That's sounds what Riley good, but him. Spencer does not sound good. <laughs> No, did you miss that part? So Riley like was going absolutely off yeah, about how that. they call people like him fried baloney. And I didn't understand it at all. I would love if someone would explain, <laughs> but it just sounded funny and I want to be a part of it. So fried baloney. I mean, I feel like I don't think it's supposed to be funny. I was like, I'm not sure there's much to it. I think it's just I don't know. Maybe is fried baloney is supposed to be like to in my opinion, as someone who low-key likes bologna frying bologna sounds kind of good but I feel like they meant it as being bad (laughs) so well yeah the way he described it was like where he's from people like that that talks like really smooth and slick but have nothing to back it up they call them fried bologna I don't know it just sounded cool when he said it yeah that is cool I don't know and also I would like to try fried bologna that sounds (laughs) good so Maybe clarify Absolutely. next time if you mean it in a good way or a bad way. Cause okay. it's, confusing. I'll call him up. I'll call him up and ask. I'll just get right Thank on you. that. Yeah. I don't like that guy. And I don't think we're going to like the mustache guy either. Yeah. But I did not correct me if I'm wrong. I didn't see him have any interactions with Tasha. I feel like in the promos, they're trying to play it off. Like he's some big villain, yeah. but I feel like the villain always has a very strong relationship with the lead and I was just not getting that today right in the previews they try to make it seem like he's the one that she brings home that her dad doesn't like yeah so we'll see but as we know previews can be misleading like the one they had today with Clarendale I get tricked every time I will never learn I know same sad for me well is there anything else that we need to mention I feel like we hit all the bullet points very quickly in this, but I don't hate it. Let us know if you have any thoughts on this season. Do you like this Mm -hmm. cast? Do you think this is the worst cast ever? Are you so excited for Tasha? Do you miss Claire? Do you know what fried bologna means? Let us know. (laughs) We need to know the answers to all of those questions. So please follow us at bachelor blab. Follow me at Jackie Maroney underscore. Don't follow Erin, but you can follow her book account at McNaught reading and is there anything else? Oh, subscribe and maybe even leave a comment and a rating. That would be really fun. Only if it's nice. Well, yeah. <laughs> Obviously, do not leave us a one-star rating. That would be very mean. But a five-star, please do. It takes two seconds. Like, it's just a little tap of the thumb. You can do it. And maybe, I don't know, what else can we ask people to do? Post on the Bachelor subreddit that you heard of this amazing podcast called Bachelor Blab. Yeah, get out there. It, spread the word. Yeah. That is it. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Oh, Erin has an outro. Outro. That's not how you hold a flute, and that's not what a flute sounds like. Well, it was like you were playing the recorder because you had it kind of in the front. And also in the beginning, it sounded like you were kind of going for like the Titanic music kind of, but then it took a little turn. Yeah, I don't know that music, so. Oh, wait. Wait. 
we have to just mention this real quick. Erin has never seen the Titanic and I forgot that until I brought it up right now. Yeah, it makes me unique. But I've seen other movies like Ghostbusters. So. <laughs> right, those are the same. So, <laughs> all right. And on that note, thank you guys so much for listening and we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.